<laughs> because it is a hassle. I will admit wearing a mask, remembering to bring my mask. There's plenty of times where I couldn't find parking in the parking lot. So I parked all the way in the back, got all the way to the door. And then I had Real a life ass. decision. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is a life death, dead or alive, life changing decision. Do I go into the store or do I go all the way back to my car to get the mask? Get them steps in. (laughs) It is a hassle. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Mofford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And welcome back to the Snob OS cast, the show for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. We are back. We are back with another episode. This is episode 162. Uh, We definitely want to thank you for coming back, staying with us so long. Uh, For those of you out there who are actually supporting the show, uh, we definitely thank you for that. If you want to become an actual financial supporter, you can join our Patreon. We call it the Snobbists. So if you want to join that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash snobboyscast to watch the show live and get exclusive content that you will not hear on our regular show. So with that being said, we're going to get right into the show and we're going to start with the lowdown. Where we talk all things Apple. Uh, so the first thing I had in here is it looks like Face ID is what Apple is going forward with for the foreseeable future. I think a lot of people, uh, it was almost like a foregone conclusion that Apple eventually was going to get into the, um, get back into touch ID on the phones. But what they were going to do is instead of having a home button, they were going to do like what Samsung is doing what Google is doing, and eventually it was going to also have like the thumbprint, but under the screen where you just touch either on the bottom where the home button used to be or anywhere on the screen, you just touch it with your thumb and that will let you in. In addition to having the face ID, uh, what people also thought they were going to do was remove like the notch at at the top and have everything behind the screen. Well, it looks like mm-hmm. according to the story that I found, um, it looks like Apple is not going to do that. They are <laughs> sticking with Face ID. Um, no real reason as to why. So I guess I wanted to ask, you know, uh, why do you think Apple has decided to just go with Face ID exclusively and not try to do Face ID under the screen or do like the front facing cameras or the front front facing sensors? Put those under the screen. I think it's um, a lot of extra work that they don't have to do when you have face ID. Um, it's, it's, it seems to be overhead. Would it be cool to kind of touch the screen? Sure. But at the same time, you're introducing more possible points of failures for things when face ID works just fine. And they're spending apparently a lot of time working on the face ID to work under, you know, with your mask on. Uh-huh. So I, I think it's just a natural progression. And I think it's just for them, it's just a way to honestly further differentiate themselves from, from other people, because it looks like, you know, as you mentioned, um, Google and, um, Samsung 
they do still have the, the touch ID. I just think it's another way for them to say, we can better use those resources somewhere else because from this article, it said that they moved the, the team that was working on face ID um, and move them, I mean, that were working on touch ID and move them to face ID. So that gives them more, uh, FTE resources. Yeah. To actually mm-hmm. do maybe some other cool things with face ID. And if they're going into this VR space, I think I read somewhere that they were in the final rounds of their hardware testing and that it was likely to come out this year. I think if, if that's the case, they may be pulling in maybe some of the AR, VR, maybe some subset of it into Face ID. So you just never know. It just frees up, I think, bandwidth to do other exciting things other than Touch ID. Again, when you already have Face ID and you can enter in your PIN, okay. how many you know points do you need? So I think that's probably why. That makes in sense. In my opinion. Um, I would add that uh, they want to make sure the screens are as rugged and scratch and or crack resistant as possible. And you probably can't do that and have that, um, I don't know, transparent. Um, it probably needs a durable glass. Yeah. 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 In order to read the actual thumbprint, um, (laughs) read your thumbprint. So, and it's probably more expensive too. Yeah. So that's a way to cut down on price as well. If they can just have a more durable, rugged, you know, uh, screen that they don't have to worry about it being so delicate or having to worry about, you know, a certain type of screen. And then, you know, we talked about supply chain issues. It could have come down to simply, you know, we already got supply chain issues. Bringing right. in this new screen, that's just going to add more items in the supply chain. And we're already on the struggle bus with getting stuff in. So Right. No 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 sense of making more problems for yourself. Right. All right. All right. Um all right. Next story we got coming up is uh Apple. Um it looks like Apple is uh dropping some mass requirements in their Apple retail stores. Not everywhere, but it looks like just in a several states to start with. Red course, states looking like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ohio, Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, and of course, Georgia, where we're at. Uh, you could make a correlation. Uh, those are states where, um, depending on where you lean political, you're probably against masks. Um, those are probably states that have already, I, I can only speak for Georgia, but I'm assuming that's the same for some of these other places that didn't have strict mass requirements to start with. So mm-hmm. it's probably a little bit easier for Apple to go ahead and drop their mass restrictions when the state itself really mm-hmm. wasn't feeling masks all that much. Um, yeah. And if you read down further in the article that talks about states that still have mass requirements, they're still keeping those requirements for the states that still have it. So right, right, right. And uh, employees at Apple stores, regardless of where they are, will be required to wear a mask, regardless of vaccination status. So whether you're mm-hmm. vaccinated or not, you, as an employee of Apple, you still have to wear a mask, which is kind of dumb, if you ask me. Especially if I'm an Apple employee. Yeah, I'm wearing my mask, but the mask works two ways. Not You're only making- does it stop me from getting COVID, it stops me from mm-hmm. spreading COVID. Yep. So if I just have a mask on that's stopping me from spreading COVID, the customers 
walking in and out of the store 50 million times, all thousands of however many people touching things around and everybody. breathing on me, you know, that's uh, more susceptible to Apple employees catching COVID because people walking in without masks want to be all in your face, running their mouth. Right. So right. Um, I think that, I think Apple's probably doing it more for the customer, right. um, particularly with some of the states that we mentioned, it's probably more of a PR type thing. But one thing people should remember, even if the mask mandates come down, you can still wear your mask. I mean, I'm in Georgia. People have been stopped wearing masks a long time. I still put mine on. You can still wear them. But again, uh, yes, it's can. one of those things. But, but it's still, again. like you said, it is a two-way street right. and it, you know, protects, you know, people both ways. So it's ideal for everybody to have to wear masks. But even if you don't have a mask mandate, you can still wear it. Man, listen, people... <laughs> As I know, soon, I know. As soon as the mask mandates ease, people are going to burn their masks <laughs> because it is a hassle. I will admit, wearing a mask, remembering to bring my mask, there's plenty of times where I couldn't find parking in the parking lot. So I parked all the way in the back, got all the way to the door, and then I had Real a life bad. decision. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is a life death dead or alive life-changing decision do i go into the store or do i go all the way back to my car to get the mask get them steps in (laughs) it is a hassle but you know it is definitely you know so i can see people again going back to our original point these uh states that we mentioned that would be one of the first uh apple is going to drop these mask requirements for are states to where the majority of people lean to the side of mass requirements are dumb. So mm-hmm. as soon as they get the green light, that's uh, retail, consumer, private businesses are easing their mass requirements as well. They're not wearing masks ever at all. And then that's going to eventually uh, bleed into some of the other people that were like, well, I'm still going to wear a mask. They're going to look around and see nobody wearing masks. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to be the only one out here trying if nobody else is trying it seems pointless so i can even see some of those people kind of easing on their own mass restrictions you Mm -hmm. know and it's getting to be summertime more people are going to be want to be out and about or springtime rather bleeding into the summer so it's to me it's kind of not sad disappointing Mm -hmm. that the country as a whole is almost like yeah we're just over covid and i am too but at the same time, it's like, I, I want to be the type of person that looks out for other people. Right. Um, in addition as to well as myself. myself. Right. Yeah. yeah. But again, we know the country that we live in um, and someone did like a side by side. And we're basically at the same place we were February of 2021 with COVID cases and deaths. So it's one of those things where when they first started, you know, saying, you know, if you, you know, get the vaccine, then, you know, people just like, oh, I have to wear the mask anymore. And it's just one of those things where I just, I don't know. And let's just say, and let's just say for argument's sake, the masks really don't do anything. To me, it just shows good faith that I am concerned that I make I care about you. Yeah. And right, right. We're all in this. The mass thing is almost like symbolism to me. It's like the flag. It's like we're in this together. Let's let's get together. Let's work this thing out. 
And then once the numbers come down, once everybody's either vaccinated or herd immunity, the last kind of like signifier that we've done it is everybody gets to take their masks off. That's like the last, you know, we've done everything else. We've done everything we can possibly do. The numbers are down. Um, uh, uh, you know, more people are getting um, immunized mm-hmm. or herd immunity. There's less people just getting it. It's like, all right, now we can celebrate. Let's take off the mask. But it seems yeah. like that's the first thing people want to do. And it's take like, off the mask. <laughs> and, yeah. and other countries have proven that you can get to that point. Multiple mm-hmm. countries have proven that, but they were the ones who were willing to make the sacrifice on the front end. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, here we oh, are. Uh, but here we'll yeah, be. it is what it is. Uh, you know, yep. so uh, do what's best for you, I suppose. Yep. <laughs> all right. That's all we had. Well, that's all I could find rather in uh, Apple News. Uh, we're going to move on over to Second String where we talk all things tech in general. So the first thing I saw was. It looks like uh, you can untag yourself or remove yourself from unwanted conversations. So this is interesting to me because I have started to put more of a concerted effort to get back into Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's really has changed <laughs> in the sense <laughs> that Twitter can be a, either it is the worst place on earth or the best the place best on earth. Place. No really in between. In between. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I'm trying to make it an in between. Um, but even I get sucked in, right? Uh, yeah. for example, it's you know, easy. somebody be talking about something and it's like, I feel compelled to comment on this subject, but it's almost like, do I want to be bothered with the people coming behind me, looking at my tweet and however pragmatic it is, however uh, perspective it has, you know, just an observation, people are going to take offense and they're going to do all these other things. And then do I want to be bothered with chasing them down and uh, trying to explain my point and trying to one up them? And it could be, it's a, it it can turn into a thing, right? Yeah. So the reason why I was interested in this is because with this, uh, at the very least, if I do feel compelled to uh, reply to somebody and give them perspective or just post my thoughts on something, not necessarily in direct defense or in direct uh, uh, defense, you know, just post something right to a conversation that seems to be popular. You know, what you can do with this new feature is people tend to one one thing I didn't know is when you hit reply you can select who you who want you to want include in it. Reply yes. to. That's one thing I didn't know, but that's one thing nobody does. <laughs> they just <laughs> reply. They start typing. Right, right, right. So uh, if you are one of those people that wants to fine tune your replies and also fine tune um, the conversation to where if it is getting to be too much of a conversation thing for you to where a lot of people are replying and it may not even be replying to you. You were just somewhere along the line of somebody who replied. So then the people after you just reply to everybody. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be a part of that conversation anymore, you can actually, Twitter says, um, you have a couple options. You can untag your username. And what this means is your username stays, but it'll be untagged from the original retweet, or the original tweet and all replies. You can stop future mentions. And this means people 
can't mention you again in this conversation and you can stop notifications, which means you won't receive further notifications, but can still see the conversation. So that's cool. The fact that you can, re- you, you feel like you can join in on the conversation without being bombarded. And exit when you want to. Right. And, and step out when you want to. So that's something, especially for me, that is trying to get a little bit more involved in Twitter. Uh, because like I said, it can be a uh, good place to get information. It can be a good place to laugh. It can be a good place to get the, 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 the information on what's trending, what's popular. But right. it's almost like outside of that, you're scared to do anything because if you just just type hi in Twitter, somebody would be like, oh, so, uh, you, so you can't hi. say hello. Right, right. <laughs> you're supposed to say grand rising because the man back in the day, they said hi. You know, it's like, man, I don't want to. Come on, man. I'm Get out of that. here. <laughs> so, yeah, for those who are listening, if you are interested in, you know, having a more pleasant uh, Twitter experience, you know, you definitely want to look into being able to remove yourself from unwanted conversations if it goes there. For sure. <laughs> all right. All right. So, yeah, again, that's all I had for uh, Second String. If you don't have anything else, uh, we're going to move into For the Culture. And for this month, we still got a week left. Uh, Nika has dropped a uh, Teching While Black, and I'll let you go ahead and uh, break it down for us. This is our last Teching While Black for the month of February. I'm cooking up a little bit of something for February, I mean for March, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But this week in our final Teching While Black segment of 2022, we are going to highlight Paul Judge. He is known in Atlanta as Atlanta's godfather of tech. He is an entrepreneur, investor, and inventor. He is the co-founder and partner in Tech Square Labs. He is co-founder and executive chairman of Pindrop. He is also a partner of, partner of AC3, which is a hip-hop uh, centric conference that's held here in Atlanta. But it kind of stretches into tech and uh, fashion and you know all kinds of different types of things. But its original intent was a uh, a hip-hop music festival. And he is also a partner in Judge Ventures. Also, he has invested in over 60 technology startups. And if you know, Atlanta is being touted as the Silicon Valley of the South because we have so many um, tech companies coming here, so many startups that are popping off um, around the city. And he has invested in quite a few Nope. Oh, we made a uh, lost Nika. So uh, I'll let her see. Hopefully, if she hops back in, there she goes. <laughs> um, All right, there you I go. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Okay. Um, and uh, I think I left off probably what you guys uh, heard when I was talking about the patents that he holds. He has right. about 30 of those um, uh, that uh, are attributed to him and or uh, patent pending technologies in the computer security space. And additionally, um, last year um, at the um, 2021 commencement um, exercises, he was the commencement speaker for Georgia Tech, um, where he is also a alumni holding a Master of Science and a PhD from Georgia Tech. So mm-hmm. he is our... Uh, Teching while black for this week, the Godfather right. of Tech. Yeah, he seems like to be the man uh, in and around Atlanta. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think I've met him, but I think I've been to a couple of events where he was at when he mm-hmm. spoke at or something like that. But he seems pretty approachable. 
seems pretty cool guy and he's alive. Yes. <laughs> so, most of the Black History Month facts you'll hear about people who are dead. Uh, again, we respect all their sacrifice and everything, but there's some people who are alive and well who are doing some things as well. So it's cool to be able to know of or be around the same networks of people who are doing black folks who are doing cool things in technology. So yeah. And that's kind of how we switched around tech and wall black, because when we first started, we did do a lot of historical people. Um, and then I was thinking we're literally still making history every day here Mm -hmm. in this, in this, not only in this country, but in this, in this world, because we're still innovating, we're still doing things. And I think it's important that people hear the things that are happening now, not necessarily things in the past, which are important, but there's a lot going on, especially in the tech space right here um, in Atlanta and in uh, the country um, at large. So I think we should all definitely, you know, be aware of those things because it's, it's some really dope stuff happening out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the next thing in for the culture, um, I remember we talked about it. Did you end up watching Tinder Swindler or was uh, had you always watched it? So I hadn't watched it. My plan was to watch it this weekend, but I was like, I'll start with Inventing Anna, which was the other scammer show. I mm-hmm. thought it was a movie. It's a series. It's a series. So I got, yes. So I got mm-hmm. sucked into the series and was watching that, but we can definitely talk about it because he is in the eco, ecosphere. Twitter has, you know, t- I feel like I've seen the show already as much as Twitter has talked about it. So, right, it. right. It's, yeah, that's, it's, th- this story is one of those things where you, you may not have heard about this dude outside of Twitter, but you like a meme, right? There are some memes that you haven't seen the original movie or the original thing that this meme is created off of, but you've seen it enough to where you can safely use it <laughs> correctly and never even like seen uh, that, that. I was that way with uh, The Wire. Uh, there was a popular meme to where uh, Weebay, one of the characters, he was like the, oh. yeah, yeah, that oh. one, and and the, and the camera tilts and pans. I'd always mm-hmm. seen that uh, meme. And I, I hadn't, I had, I was one of those people that didn't watch The Wire when it came out because at the mm-hmm. time I lived in Maryland, uh, you know, worked in the city of Baltimore, and I was one of those people. It's like that's not how Baltimore really is. So I was on, I was on some. Well, I'm a protest, right? Because that's mm-hmm. not they they misrepresent Baltimore, yada yada yada. Uh, but then I ended up going back and watching it maybe like ten years later, and as soon as I saw that part, I was like. Yep. Oh, that's where they get that from. And then there's another thing. Uh, uh, there's another quote where it says, you come at the king, you best not miss. Mm-hmm. That's one of the quotes in The Wire. And that that uh, phrase is used in a lot of hip hop music mm-hmm. that I would hear over and over and over again. So it's like, you know, all that to say, you know. It's cultural, re- it's cultural reference. Right, right. Tinder, Tinder Swindler is one of those things to where you may not have having watched it not one time, but Enough people have talked about it to where you know what's going on. So fast forward to today, um, the actual events in the movie happened back in, I want to say between 2015 and 2017. Um, if you don't know, uh, he used Tinder to lure women into this fake lifestyle that he was living. He would say he's un- in some trouble after he's dated these women or they're in a relationship. They need, he says, I'll, I'll, my enemies, my enemies are after me. 
I need some money, but I can't use any of my credit cards. I can't use any of my bank accounts because my enemies are tracking me. So as my girlfriend, could you float me twenty, forty thousand dollars and then I would rack up, rack up, rack up to where he totaled amassed over I want to say ten million dollars in overall money that he scammed from multiple women, three of which ended up doing this documentary, which became the Tinder Swindler. Um back in twenty seventeen, I think he went to jail for like a couple months, but he's out and he's got something to say. Uh so much so that uh this guy who was actually the subject of Tinder Swindler, his name is Simon Le- Le- Leviev, is has an agent. And is now, according to the story in E! News, working on a dating show after being banned from a dating app. Uh, according to him, you know, uh, these women who did this story, they misrepresented him. He was just a guy on Tinder looking for love. And for whatever reason, these women were upset. So they made up these stories to make him look bad. So he wants to tell his own side of the story. He's currently selling cameos via, there's a cameo app to where you can request from a celebrity to give you a shout out like, hey, happy birthday to, you know, your, you, you know, whatever, happy birthday or happy anniversary. So he's making money off of that. Uh, he's selling these cameos for $300. Looks like he wants to write a book to tell his side of the story. And he also wants to star in a dating show and host a dating podcast. So all of that is crazy, right? But what's crazier, but not really, I mean, I guess if I think about it, is the fact that he has an audience that is willing to sit through and listen and or champion this guy. So I guess I wanted to ask you, what is it that makes people want to, I guess, who, who, who want to support this guy? What is it about? Is that something about them? What does that say about us as a society? What is it that uh, makes this guy become popular almost? I think it's the whole, you know, people want to be on the end thing. They want to be in on the cool thing. And this is the popular thing. He was able to scam those women out of all that money. So he does have some sort of it factor that pulls people in and makes them feel, I don't know, special or whatever the case may be. He has something that is, you know, dragging people in and people like to be obtuse for no reason. People like to be contrarian for no reason. So, you know, it's a lot of times I'm sure it's people like, you know what? They probably, he probably right. They probably tricked him. They probably did something to him. They probably lying on him. I mean, cause again, patriarchy, there are people, women That's included, true. who are willing to say, you know what? These women, they're the wrong ones. They're bad. They shouldn't go tell him. It's just people that are just like that. And there's no really rhyme or reason. Um, other than, you know, people weird. <laughs> and- <laughs> And I think that's really just kind of what it boils down to. And the fact that it is, you know, the it thing that, you know, because everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about this movie. Uh It's on Netflix. It made all this money. It's been trending. Uh So he saw that there's extra money there that he can get in on. So he's like, let me get in on that. And, you know, it's part of pop culture. Um, So, again, 
I don't, um, I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, no, I'll definitely co-sign on the people wanting to be in on the latest thing, uh, which definitely this is the latest thing because everybody's talking about it. But I'll also add that I think a lot of people uh, not push back on what you said about this guy has some some sort of thing that draws people in. Mm-hmm. I think for the same reason that people want to be in on what's next for this dude. Um, I think that was the same thing that lured these women in the first place was they wanted to be in on this lifestyle that he was leading. I think if this dude, um, again, I mean, he's handsome, but he ain't, you know, knocked down, drop dead, gorgeous enough to where mm-hmm. if he was just a regular old dude, Walking I don't street. think he would have got that far yeah. with these women. I think what attracted them, they was attracted to the fake lifestyle mm-hmm. that he was leading. And as a result, he was able to pull, you know, these scams on these women because they figured, okay, you know, if I just help him out, then I will be, get to I'll make all life. that bag. I'll yeah. make all that back plus some. I'll be on the yachts. I'll be on the private on the boats jets. and the private jets and yeah. at the hotels and at the yeah. events and get the cars and the clothes and the shopping yeah. things of that nature. So yeah. uh, same like floss for the gram because because that's what gram. some of the women were doing uh, um, prior to meeting this guy. They were on trying to curate their Twitter or Instagram or Tinder feeds to where they wanted to project this lifestyle. So what do people who want a projected lifestyle do? They are attracted to people who are also projecting that lifestyle and then, and then some. So um, I think that's why a lot of people are attracted to it because they're attracted to the spectacle, which is what this is. So a lot of people will, you know, uh, pay for these cameos to say, Ooh, look, this guy that everybody's talking about, he said something about me personally. Mm -hmm. And this dating show, let's just say it becomes a thing and it's actually becomes a dating show. There will be women who show up to participate at this dating show because they want to be a part of the spectacle. There'll be a, and they want to get famous. They may see it as a launching pad Mm -hmm. to start their own reality career. Like what's the, what's the show? The bachelor. I've never watched it, but Mm -hmm. people have sprung careers and Mm -hmm. and things out of, you know, they become the bachelorette or they become like a host or correspondent or Mm -hmm. have their Mm -hmm. own following outright because of their personality on the show. So I could definitely see people, you know, even if they are not in it for him or the love or whatever you want to call it, the dating, it's another platform. It's another way for them to build their following. So, you know, people do anything to get their follow count up. Right. But it just seems like it it doesn't in, in the, in the general sense of what this dude did, if not illegal, was just ethically and more morally terrible. The fact that people, can do things that are morally and ethically terrible, but still become influence and, you know, influential in our current lifestyle, in our current society, because people are attracted to this. It's just, it just rubs me the wrong way. The fact that we're, you know, we are victims to it, you know, because we're talking about it. We're talking about it. I'm the type of person to where it's like, 
I don't I don't watch reality TV. Mm-mm. And the reason why I don't want to watch reality TV is because I want to believe this is not reality because it's not reality. It's right? not. It's curated. Right. So I don't watch reality TV. I don't talk about me not watching reality TV. I don't. The, I if I'm not interested in something, I don't. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not going to take part. Right. So, but but conversely speaking, I think this dude, what this dude did was terrible. I think he was morally and ethically wrong. I think he should be in jail. But yet, I'm sitting yes. here talking about it. Right. And so he got I'm, to keep all the money. These right. women still owe this money. Right, right. But, you know, I'm talking about this even though I feel like he did something morally and ethically wrong and mm-hmm. I don't want to support it. I'm talking about it because, you know, so I'm not admonishing anybody. You know, I just think it's sad that, you know, for him to do something like this, but still be able to capitalize off of it. It just speaks mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe where our society is going and maybe it ain't all that rosy. I don't know where maybe. it is. I don't think we're going. I think we're there. Right. <laughs> it's okay. a hot mess. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, you know, maybe this will be my last time talking about it. You know, maybe I, I need to accentuate the positive and come up with some more subjects that are more <laughs> positive versus being a part of the train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that's all I have for, uh, for the culture. Um, I don't have anything. Oh, no, I'll take it back. I do. Um, uh, we're going to move into for, for those who are, <laughs> are familiar. Uh, we're moving into the hookup where I try to give a tip or uh, advice or something for the week. Um, I have this app that I wanted to share. It's called Countdown. So if you're the type of person that is, um, uh, in my uh, case, I am uh, trying to get back in shape. So um, I have a goal of, you know, 90 days from now, I want to be, you know, uh, achieve this, this goal. So there's an app that I use called Countdown to where you can um, add in the date of this event, whether it be a wedding, birthday, you know, a specific goal that you want to accomplish. And then you can actually use, once you put in that date and put in the details, you can actually add it as a widget on your home screen for your iPhone. So that is basically the tip I wanted to share is this app called Countdown. Uh, like I said, you can track multiple deadlines or dates at the same time. Uh, like for instance, say, you know, for example, we talked in the pre-show, uh, you're taking a trip um, in the next couple of days to celebrate your birthday. If you needed to have a visual representation of how many days you have left until this actual trip, you can open up this countdown app and put the date that you are leaving or when the event actually happens. And you can actually put that as a widget on your home screen. So that is my tip for the week. And we'll make sure we put a link in the show notes where you can download uh, that app. And that is my hookup for the week. And uh, if you don't have anything else, I think we can go ahead and end the show. We're going to end the show with uh, anything you want to shout out, anything you're working on, uh, anything you, you know, any appearances you might have. Let us know what's going on with you this week or next week. So next week, I will be on the beach. Okay. Sipping a cocktail. So that's my end of news. And we haven't decided how we're going to do the show next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that offline and we'll definitely keep you updated. So... If we don't have a show next week, um, we I'm not um, DTNS. 
Yes. Um, there's an alleged Apple event coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't gotten the official word yet. Um, likely we'll have that on next Tuesday, which is actually my birthday, funny enough. Um, and um, we'll be on DTNS to talk whatever is released, uh, if there's anything released at all. And also, I will be doing uh, my Tech and Wild Black segment um, on DTNS that same day as well. All right. So, yeah, well, we got some time. So that is, according to this, if Apple does their thing, then we'll be on the 8th of March on Mm -hmm. DTNS. So uh, next week, we may or may not be here because Nika is doing her birthday teens. uh, But we do have another week after that. So, um, yeah, so that is pretty much what we want to talk about is let people know we'll be on DTNS. Uh, personally, I don't have anything else I'm working on. Um, I do have another podcast that I'm a part of. So if you do want to check me out next week, if we're not on uh, Snob OS Cash, you can check me on the Tech John. That's T-H-E-T-E-C-H-J-A-W-N. Uh, we do uh, tech from a different, a.k.a. black perspective. And you can check us out every week on that. Uh, but other than that, if that's it, uh, we are done with this week. Um, if you want to share, if you want to comment, if you want to listen to the podcast, if you want to watch us on YouTube, we do upload clips to YouTube. If you want to contact us on social media, if you want to write us a uh, comment on our website, if you want to shoot us an email, you can do all those things. Get all that information by going to our website. If you go to snoboscast.com, you can get all the details on how you can connect with us. Uh, you can definitely share the podcast, tell a friend to tell a friend, leave us a review, do all those things, like us, subscribe with us on YouTube, support the show financially. If you go to snobblescast.com, you can get all that information. And until the week after next, because if Nika's not here, I don't think I'm going to try that hard. I may <laughs> try to put something together, but if she's off, we off. <laughs> so until the week after next, we are out. Peace. Bye, everybody.